So tonight we're going to kind of continue the story. You've heard the first two parts of the story in Luke chapter 2, and where Emily left it with our kids um, was, was that the, the shepherds had heard from the angels, and they were taking off to see this newborn Savior. And, and so I want to take uh, a little bit of time and look at that story. It's one of my favorite stories, uh, parts of the Christmas story. And so we're looking at Luke chapter 2, and I'm going to read verse 8 through 12, and then we're going to talk about a few things. Listen, I want to just start before we get into this. Um, what we're talking about tonight is, is this phrase, unto us. Unto us, a Savior is born. Turn and say, unto us, to someone else. (laughs) Unto us. I mean, say it like, let's do it again. Say it like you mean it. Unto us. us. Not just for everyone else out there, not just for a select few, but unto us, a child is born. And so Luke chapter 2, verse 8 through 12 It says, and there were shepherds living out in fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So we have a little manger over here. There's, there's even a little baby in it. I wasn't expecting that. We have the manger over here. And we see this part of the story that the angels show up to the shepherds. And they proclaim this awesome news that a Savior is born. And, and I can't help but think, like, this, this is an odd story, isn't it? Like, the Savior of the universe is born... And we get angels showing up in a dark field to shepherds. We have no indication anywhere else that these shepherds were special, that they were, you know, unique in any way. These were just shepherds in the field. Why is this story included? Well, you know why, right? It's so our nativities can be complete. You got to have the shepherds and the wise men, right? No, why, why is that? Why do we see this story? I mean, the shepherds themselves had to be shocked. I mean, angels showing up, proclaiming the Savior, and they must have been thinking, why us? Why us? I'm going to guess that, that some of us here tonight, uh, I'm going to guess a lot of us know the reason for the season. I'm going to guess a lot of us know the story. I mean, you are at a Christmas Eve service. But I'm going to guess that some of us kind of go through this thing every year, and we think about the Savior coming, we think about Christ being born, and we miss unto us. A child is born. So I want to go through a few reasons why this story is here, a few things we see from it. Number one, why is this story here? Because number one, Jesus came for us. Jesus came for us. Us. Listen, to our kids, kids, everyone look at me. Jesus came for you. To our adults, to our seniors, to everyone, Jesus came for us. This wasn't just some divine plan. This wasn't just some big thing. Jesus came for each and every one of us. And I think the reason we see this story of the shepherds, these ordinary, everyday people, that's who Jesus came for. Jesus came for us. Listen, some of you may feel overlooked. You may feel 
like the world just passes you by, I want you to know today that the God of the universe loves you so much that he sent his one and only son for you, for us, say unto us together, unto us. The second thing we see in verse 11 today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So this big news unto us, the shepherds are like, why us? Because Jesus came for us. The second thing we see is is Jesus came as one of us. Imagine their surprise. A Messiah's born, the Savior's born, and you're thinking like, this has to be something huge. Now you will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Jesus, our Messiah, our Savior, was one of us. I picture, um, it says he was wrapped in cloths. I picture those white blankets at the hospitals with the blue and and pink lines. You guys all know what those look like. We've all seen the pictures. Uh, Jesus was born and wrapped. That's probably not what they used in those days. But he was one of us. And has anyone ever told you, has anyone ever asked you, were you born in a barn? He's one of us. If you were, you're in good company. The Savior came for us, as one of us. Think about this. If the, if the angels had showed up to these shepherds and said, hey, good news, a Savior is born in a palace, the shepherds probably wouldn't have felt like they were part of that, would they? They couldn't have gotten in. But the angel says, you will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. I want you to know, that God loved you so much that he came. He sent his son to become one of us. And in Hebrews, it says, we have a great high priest that knows us, that knows what we have gone through. Anything you've experienced, Jesus experienced. Some of you may think, hey, you know, I've been rejected my whole life. Guess what? The Savior was rejected. Some of you may think, hey, I just don't feel loved. I think the Savior experienced that. He didn't just come for us. He's one of us. I remember when I, when I was first thinking about being a, a pastor, a lead pastor. This was six years ago. And my first opportunity to go interview at a church was a really interesting opportunity. Some of you have heard this. If you, if you go to church here, you may have heard this story before. But I had a, one of the district superintendents called me and he said, hey, I've got an opportunity for you. And I said, cool, I love opportunities. And he said, all right, let me tell you about it. He said, it's a It's the Lone Star Cowboy Church of Collin County. Yeah, Yeah, just outside of Dallas. And he said, listen, it's a cowboy church. And I said, okay, I'm not, I mean, you guys know me. Not exactly a cowboy. I did when I was like seven years old. I did tell my parents I wanted to be a cowboy and a pastor. And this was the perfect opportunity for those two things to be married together. But anyway, he said, you know what? I don't think that they're really like cowboy. I I think they're just a church. And, and, you know, I don't know that that's a big deal. And I said, okay, well, I'll check it out. And so I flew down to Dallas and I went out and and I'm telling you, there was like no pavement. It was just dirt. 
And on the property of the church is a rodeo arena. And Sunday night, they didn't have church. They had rodeo. And I'm here to interview as the pastor of a cowboy church. I, I, I talked to the pastor that was leaving, and I said, hey, like, like, tell me about this role. And he said, well, I'm about 80% rancher, 20% pastor. And I said, well, awesome. I'm like 100% pastor and 0% <laughs> rancher. And I went back and I told the DS, I said, hey, man, thank you so much for the opportunity, but I, I, just, don't, I just don't see it. And he said, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't see it? And I said, I'm not a cowboy. I can't lead that church. I want you to know that our Savior isn't just something, you know, outside of us. Jesus came as one of us. He walked the earth like us. He was born like every single one of us. He knows us. You've probably all heard that commercial or seen the signs that say, He gets us. That's the idea here. He didn't just come for us. He came as one of us. We have a huge distrust today in our leaders, um, in our elected officials, in celebrities and famous people. Why is that? Because they don't, they're not us. Have you ever heard someone use that saying, like, they're not my people? They're not us, right? They live in different areas and they travel different ways and they eat different places. Listen, the Savior of the world was born just like you. Walked the earth, felt pain, felt rejection, just like you. He came for you. He's our people. Number three, the thing we see is that Jesus came to us. It says in verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Jesus didn't just come for us. Didn't just come as one of us, but Jesus came to us. One of the names, Emmanuel, means God, what? With us. One of the things that's implied in the angel's message is, hey, the Savior is here. He's born today. And then what do they say? They say, you will find him. In other words, you are invited to know this Savior, this King, this baby, he's not just for us, he's not just one of us, but he came to us. Listen tonight, please don't let Christmas, please don't let this season be about religion. Please don't let this season be about gifts or good feelings. Jesus came for us as one of us, and comes to us, unto us, say it again, unto us, a child is born. And just as the shepherds were invited to go meet and know this Savior, we are invited tonight. As much as you can just physically see this manger, we are invited to know, to know the Savior of the world, the King of Kings. We don't just celebrate. We're invited to know because Jesus came to 
us. Isaiah 9 is a a popular prophecy, and it says in verse 6, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called, listen to these names, he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'm going to stop there. Wonderful Counselor. Who is Jesus the Wonderful Counselor to? To us. Mighty God. Who's God? Our God. Everlasting Father to us. Prince of Peace to us. Jesus didn't just come for us. He didn't just come as one of us. He came to us. And the greatest gift, listen, this is a season of gift giving. This is a season of giving and receiving. I want you to know that Jesus didn't just come to us. He came to bring us the ultimate gift, salvation, life. John 1, we're going to talk about this tomorrow morning at 11. John 1 says, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own. He's our people. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Look at verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Listen to me. Tonight isn't about a ritual. It's not about a holiday or a religious thing. Tonight is about the Savior of the world who came for each and every one of us. A Savior who's one of us, who knows us, who's walked what we've walked, who came to us, who wants to invite us to know him and walk with him. And Jesus came to give us new life. Tonight, I want you to know that the Savior has come and he invites you to know him. How do we do that? We've got to experience him. We've got to know him. We've got to spend time with him. And so I want you to know tonight that that you have an offer, that you can be a child of God. I don't know what your life has looked like. I don't know what your family is like, but I want you to know in all the brokenness and all the messed up stuff in the world, a Savior has come for us as one of us to us to give us new life. Tonight you can have new life. And all it takes is saying, Lord, Savior, King, you're my King. I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to read the rest of the story here in Luke 2. And we're going to sing a song. I want to invite you tonight. Maybe some of you aren't into the whole church thing. Maybe some of you this is just something you do every year. Listen, if you don't know the Messiah, the Savior that we celebrate at Christmas as your Savior, I want you to know that He came for you. He comes to you. You can know Him. You can walk with Him. And He wants to give you life to the fullest tonight. 
And so maybe a lot of you have already experienced that. I want to pray a prayer. And if, if you've experienced that, I just want you to focus during this prayer on, on, Lord, this is about you. I want to worship you. I want you to be my Savior. But maybe some of you today, tonight, would say, I want to know him. I want him to be my king, my Lord. If that's you, just pray along with me and say, Lord, be my Savior. I want to live for you. I want to know you. I want to walk with you. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you send a heavenly host to just some ordinary um, shepherds. That you go all out. That you sent your one and only son for us. As one of us. To us tonight, we have a Savior that's not off some other place, but is here with us, and you offer us life. So, Lord, I pray that each and every one of us tonight would offer ourselves to you. Lord, I thank you for this season. I thank you for the wonderful things we do at Christmas, for the gifts, for the kindness, for all of that good stuff. But, Lord, help us not to walk away from this season without knowing you as our Lord and Savior. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. The worship team's coming up, and, and I'm going to read Luke 2. I'm going to read the third part of the story, and then we're going to sing a song called Be Born in Me. And if Jesus is your Savior, then what's happening is you have the Holy Spirit, the very King of the world, living in you. And after that song, we're going to start lighting candles. And we already sang Silent Night. I know we usually do that. Don't be mad at us. But we're going to sing a song about him. This whole series that we've been going through is about us experiencing his peace, his joy, his hope, his love, but about living that out. And so I want us to get tonight as we light candles during that last song that the Savior didn't just come for us, didn't just come as one of us, didn't just come to us, but wants to live in us. And so as your candle is lit, know that the Savior of the world lives in you. And we're going to sing and we're going to praise God together. So let me read the last part. Verse 15 of Luke 2. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what has been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. I want you to think as we hear this next song, Lord, be born in me, be my savior. And then we're going to light candles and we're going to glorify God with everything we have.